05 and 06 I deployed to Kuwait I used to wait every day for them to say Nature going home I miss my life, miss my wife For 15 months she was all alone But when I got back I felt out of control Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold I keep on drinking so I'm sinking in a river of liquor Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be so I invested in myself I started seeing coaches Life is a camera, I fixed the lens and now I see in focus Now my life's unrecognizable From my life just a couple years ago 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this and we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm called to be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey Bailey Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast. We got Sherry Fernandez with us here today in Boise, Idaho. Thank you, Sherry, for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. Glad to be here. Glad to yeah, meet absolutely. you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Um, championship Leadership. What comes to mind for you? That's the name of the podcast. So what does that mean to you when you hear Championship Leadership? I think a lot about leadership because we've been, we have a number of businesses and I've owned a business and run it myself and we've had a couple others. Some we run, some of the people run, but boy, that leadership thing is important. And um, for me, championship leadership is like the servant leadership, you know, like I love the title of that Simon Sinek's book, Eaters, Leaders Eat Last. Yeah. For me, that's championship, that's championship uh, leadership when you. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree with that for sure. Um, and yeah, that's a great book as well. Well, speaking it's of good. speaking of books, you have a book. Uh, so maybe yes, I do. Maybe uh yeah, if you want uh if you if we're watching, we can you want to share it with the screen here so yeah. everybody can see Life mastery, mastery, personal progression towards an infinite potential. It's been doing pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that's on Wall, Amazon. Wall Street uh best bestseller. So that I would yeah, say that's bestseller really on Wall Street and and yeah, it's been really well received, really well reviewed. I've been, I never set out to be a writer or an author. It was nothing, nothing I ever aspired to. No, I've been speaking and teaching for years, but uh, I've been asked to write a book. But I just didn't really think it would be my jam. But as it turns out, uh, it turned out pretty good, I guess. So yeah, did you enjoy the? Pro did you end up enjoying the process? I did. Uh, what I was, um, I did enjoy the process because it gave me a chance to really deepen the things that I teach is to put it in words. You can't go back and re-explain like when you're speaking, right? Or teaching yeah. and say, what I mean by that is this, right? You've got to get it kind of right the first time yeah. and, and really put it into succinct words. Um, and then I also, so that was really good and deepen my own understanding of my own, the things I teach. But the other thing that was a good pro for the process for me is I really realized it's really how much I know, you know, how much of I know, like really know because mm -hmm. I've lived it and I've taught it. And I thought, you know, I guess I thought I'm pretty smart. <laughs> but, you know, when I started off, I thought, you know, like you do, everybody has self-doubts, right? They go to do something. I thought, well, who am I? Um, yeah. This is a younger person's thing. Um, why am I writing this at this age? Um, 
you know, you have those kind of doubts and as it went along, it just flowed out of me too. It just was actually much easier and just, it just flowed out of me. And and also when you do a creative thing like that, sometimes you feel, you know, divine, like it's meant to be. And like, this is meant to be, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, why don't we continue down that path with obviously you're, so you're an author and, and a best-selling author. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit more about yourself and the path and the journey that you've been on mm-hmm. in life and kind of how that takes you to where you are today and what it is that you're up to today. I love that you asked that question because a lot of pe- people right now are trying to be life coaches and teaching things that they've not actually lived yet. Right. Yeah. And, um, so I did live this and, the, and it came about like this. Um, I wasted, I was a party girl. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) And I wasted so a lot of years. And then I wanted to be serious about life. I met my husband and um, I'd already had a child a couple of years before. And I wanted stability for her. And I'm not planning to have children, not planning to be married (laughs) ever. Yeah. But now I'm in that situation. (laughs) Now I got it. You know, I want some stability. We got married. And and, um, me and my husband, too, had the same feeling. We were living just like way below the poverty line. (laughs) It's really ugly. Because we didn't have any, we started in our early 20s and we had no, nothing mm-hmm. to recommend us. I know nobody would have given us two cents for our future the way we had been living. And anyway, I wanted things and I, and, and Ken did too, but I wanted not just things like material things. I wanted financial freedom and we were not having it. We were working so hard and still not making it, you know. And I thought if anybody can be successful, I, I, why can't I? I just have to find out how. And I didn't want to just be successful financially. I wanted to have, I'm going to get married. Okay, I'm going to have the best marriage possible, which I think I do. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, if I'm going to have, and we ended up having six kids, believe it or not. So I, um, if I was going to have these kids, I wouldn't have the best body possible and have kids both. I think I could have it all. I, and I, I had been, I'm pretty smart. I've been pretty good uh, um, intelligence and I've been debater, championship debater in high school. And a little bit, my did one semester of college <laughs> before, I went, before I went crazy yeah. um, and in, in college. So I wanted the education that I missed, but I didn't need informal education. I just wanted to be, no, right? So I just had all these things that I want. And I wanted to be a better person. I have no disciplines, totally undisciplined. Just before we got married, I, well, about the time we got married, I quit drinking. I had a little bit of a problem with alcohol. And uh, fortunately, the drugs didn't get me too much. So anyway, I wanted all this. And I just went to town reading, reading books. I said, how do you be successful? Yeah. And I just read everything. I listened to, those were the days of um, cassette tapes, right? So I listened to a lot yeah. of cassette tapes and just, and then we're having these kids and we're trying to put food on the table. So this is not a fast process. I don't want to sure. come across like, oh, we just yeah. read these things and then we were successful. This was a real slow process, but we did. Kid had had a, a goal when he was um, younger to be a millionaire. He'd kind of lost track of it by the time he was 40. And, and we essentially did that. I think he was 41, actually. And uh, so we went from this really poverty place in our mid-20s to pretty independently, uh, financially independent. And it took us 15 years, you know, but we did that. And then just went on from there. We're in our 60s now. But um, yeah, that was kind of the journey. But I, it's because I wanted, and I really believe, I still believe, that you can have it all if you if, if having it all is not um i mean not having it all like i don't need a yacht and a, you know, a plane like that yeah. but have all the aspects of life 
I, I could have my kids and be fit. I could be educated without going to school. I could have the financial independence to do whatever that I wanted to do, which, and I, and interestingly enough, I have all of those things better than I even imagined I could get them. Yeah. Which is kind of how it works. Yeah. Right. I love it. That's great. Beautiful. What's, um, who have been some of the people that have impacted you along the way and maybe helped you with your journey? I know it sounds like you've read a lot, so I'm sure there's some people yeah. there just through that that have impacted you, but you know, more so, you know, what are some of the characteristics that have really stood out from these leaders, coaches, mentors you might've had um, that have kind of helped mold who you are as a leader? Oh, Nate, I'm glad you put it that way. What are the characteristics that they have? So it, st it started with the classics, you know, like Zig Ziglar and, and uh, Wayne Dyer yeah. and, and Brian Tracy, and then a little later, Jim Rohn. And, but what you asked that question, what are the characteristics? This is what I love about these people. They went out in the world and they did something. Mm -hmm. they, they were successful. And then they came back and they taught it. Yeah. We have a mm -hmm. lot of people in this um, personal development space that are wanting to teach, coach, speak, whatever it is. But I, I said, well, what have you done? Yeah. When I had my business, I had a fitness business for nine years and I'd have people come in and say, um, you know, I'm going to help. I could uh, to offer their services, right, for, for a fee to help me make my business successful. I said, well, how many businesses have you made successful? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I sign <laughs> with you. What have you done? Yeah. Right? Or we have a kid and I call it the, um, it's the, it's the dilemma of the fat coach. You know, never hire a fat, a yeah. fat person, yeah, a coach, yeah. a trainer, right? Never hire a fat trainer. Never hire a, a financially broke financial consultant yeah 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 and so totally. in life too so those guys are all guys that did it and there were others there was just tons of people along the way but those are the foundation ones and then yeah. actually my husband um he's studying reader and and uh just wise and so he's been a good we've been able to we, we really work good synergistically he's been able to be a good grounding for me and reference for me in his own so mm -hmm. he's a he make a great coach in his own right. So yeah, excellent, love it. What uh, what is a vision that you have for what you're doing and and the impact that you're making and helping people? I think championship leaders have great vision and courage to take action. So yeah, I'm just curious. Maybe next five, ten years, what are you looking to do? You got the books, obviously making an impact there too. But yeah, what's what's the vision for you? Well, obviously the book, and for the next, uh, I just well, I just. I've got a project I just finished up, which is a planner, day planner that goes with the book. So I'm very excited about that. It's just awesome. it's being sent out to those who purchased it at this point next week. So okay. next Tuesday. So I'm really excited about that. And I'd like to continue to develop that. This will be the first printing in the first one. So I'm kind of, um, I didn't do to sell, I didn't push it very hard because I wanted to have people use it a little bit and then try it again. This has been a two-year project. to be way longer to do the planner than to <laughs> yeah. the book. Um, and a lot of designers and stuff. So I'm real excited about what the future is that, um, that. But you know what? And also, of course, I want to continue to mentor. I just, it flows out of me. I can't do anything else. I, I think, yeah. why do I keep doing this? It's because I just love it. I love the, I love the potential of humans. But this is kind of where I've always been such a goal setter. Like I'm, this is my next thing, my next thing, my next thing. This has been an interesting experience because I think it was like a new test or a new way to do it. Like I got on this train, I'm going to go where it's going to go, where the mm -hmm. book goes. I'm going to do everything I can to promote it. I'm going to continue to mentor. I'm going to continue to speak. I'm going to continue to do workshops, but I'm kind of letting it take its own life. And I'm just going to, in this case, follow the book and see yeah. what it does, where it goes. Very good. Love it. 
what's uh maybe maybe think of a critical moment in your life kind of a fork in the cross uh, yeah a fork in the road excuse me fork in the road where you know you either kind of have that decision to go left or right um obviously made the decision that you did which has you with us here today where you're at but uh had you not you could be in a very different place i think there's just always a lot of power for the listener today um that might be in that this that place and you know is faced with that decision uh to hear from someone else and how they decided well obviously i went left before i went right <laughs> yeah well, there you go. but there was a thing that i think is kind of important and, and for me i think i i don't know why it happened for me but I think anybody can claim it. And that is, uh, I had a childhood that could have destroyed me. I mean, really easily destroyed me. My parents, this is 19, early 1960s. So divorce was not a common thing. And my mother um, left my dad while I got divorced. I don't know whose fault is that. I don't going to go down that road, but, yeah. and she had these four little girls and I'm the oldest of these four little girls, right? And we're living in a little town in Utah, which I mean, we're, she might have been the first divorced woman ever lived in town. I don't know. <laughs> right. But and she wasn't very well equipped to support us or take care of us. And so, um, and then she married a near stereotypical guy, you know, that would marry a woman in a situation like that. So I, and, they, and, and my parents, well, they really loved us, both of them. And they'd get back together some years later, but they loved us, but they, they were really not present or there. You know what I mean? Like, we love you go out and play, sure. <laughs> come back <Yeah>. by dinner, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know? And so I, I wandered a lot and um, I don't know if I, I think I, maybe I was always this way or maybe I developed this, but I'm just a little, I mean, I'm eight, nine years old and I'm wandering around this little town and just everywhere. I mean, I wander miles and just, and I would think I'd go to the movies by myself. I found this local swimming pool and I figured out how to go and how to get in and um, do that by myself. I just spent a lot of time alone, but I would wander and think and somewhere I just got this thought in my mind. I just, I don't know where it came from, but I'm somebody special. Now I am a ragtag little girl <laughs> in this little town that are kind of low class, right? Because of the divorce and everything plus our, our, our financial level. Mm -hmm. I just knew I was somebody special and I was going to do something great. And, and I just knew, I didn't know what the great would be or anything. I just knew that I was somebody that was going to do great things, whatever that was. I think I imagined I was going to wear evening gowns and live in a penthouse, which is not the life I ended up with, yeah. but it was much better. Mine was much better, but that's, that feeling stayed with me. Um, yeah. It came it came back to me, let's say that, in my 20s, that feeling. I said, I'm not, this is not me to live in this poverty place that I'm at right now. I'm destined for bigger things. Sure. And so that, that I think those are like two pivotal points, kind of. I love as it. A child, and then as a um as an adult saying, yeah, I'm meant for better things. I'm going to go after it. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes, I mean, if you can't see the greatness in yourself, then, you know, sometimes, you know, who might, right. There's, <laughs> right. there's oftentimes where, you know, people will come along that will see more in us than we see in ourselves too, on the flip side. But, but that's awesome that you had that. I could, you know, I could, I resonate with you telling your story. I was like, man, that sounds a lot like me as a kid <laughs> all the time, wandering around, like just, uh, yeah, going to the pool by myself. Sometimes you go to the, the theater by yourself or with a friend or whatever. But yeah, a lot of a lot of time roaming, which doesn't happen as much anymore, um, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Sometimes I wish the kids would have more initiative to just get out and play. But yeah. technology, I think, has kind of grabbed a hold of them. Really no fault to their own because technology is so addictive. But It is, and ubiquitous too. Yeah, it's but you know I think you I suspect you and I both of this this one thing in common is that 
we probably had more time to wander than we should have had. I'll yeah, guess we get enough. Probably. Um, yeah. But it may have been our advantage. I think it, might, yeah. it was for me because um, I think it could have destroyed, and it could destroy some kids. It didn't destroy you. It didn't destroy me. But yeah. it could that much time alone, or they could have been. I mean, the things that could have happened. But Absolutely. instead, it, it yeah. helped me solidify who I was. And and I think maybe you, because you're doing the podcast and, and talking about championship leadership. So I think maybe that did the same for you. So yeah. um, I wouldn't trade that, you know, people worrying about their childhood. And, you know, I had things happen that shouldn't happen to a child, but sure. um, I just, I just am grateful for yeah. the, that, that, what it did for me, what yeah. that child I could, I like who I am and, and what I became. Yeah. And I think that childhood was part of that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, as we start to wrap this up, if there's one or two things you could give to the listener today, like, I don't know, piece of advice or principles to live by uh, that would help move their life forward today, what what might that be? Well, the first thing I would say is to start. We, we all know that that being stuck is unhappiness, right? When you're stuck. And I feel like, especially in our super social media kind of world, we feel like, and maybe the people advise me this, I need to get over here. I'd like to be, I'd like to be like Nate. How could I get there? It's too far away, right? Or I'd like to lose 20 pounds or I'd like to, um, whatever it is, but it seems so far away. And it feels like you have to take this big leap. And so it's just, it's overwhelming. You feel stuck and I can't get anywhere. And the secret is you just start, there's only baby steps. There is only baby steps. You just start with one thing you want to do. Start with one or two habits that you want to develop and um, start with those two habits and do them faithfully and then add another habit, another habit. And you'll get there. Um, that idea that we have to get there quick is going to sink you. But, you just, but the cool thing is that happiness comes from moving forward because opposite of being stuck, right? Yeah. You take this, the happiness comes, increases with the first step you take and every yeah. step thereafter. So when they say happiness is in the journey, no, really, because really it is because yeah. there's no end to the journey. If you had to right. wait till the end, you'd never get there, but yeah. it comes in every forward step. Yeah. So just start somewhere. I love start that. with brushing yeah, your teeth. That's all you've got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, right. or meditating or praying or some little yeah. habits that you want to develop and just start there, do them faithfully and eternally, and then start with another one. Yeah. I'm working on that with my son to make sure he gets his teeth brushed every day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say it joking, but I literally have had clients who that's where they were starting. You know? Yeah, yeah. No. I really I, should brush I'm my really... teeth better in the morning. Okay, well, let's start with that. Yeah, one. let's start with that. Yeah. yeah. That's great. You gotta start somewhere, like you said. You so start love it. Well, tell us, you know, is there a main place we can go to to follow more about you and, and what you're up to your book? Um, yeah, let us know if social media or a website. Yeah, or we're what on it might social be. media, Life Mastery Mentoring is a Facebook page and there's an Instagram page, but I'm a gal I hired to do that. I always forget to tell you how to get to that one. Yeah. But um, we're on Facebook. Then, of course, there's a website and you can probably find the Instagram thing there too. On the website is lifemasteryinfo.com. Okay. Life Mastery Info, because Life Mastery wasn't available. So it's yeah. lifemasteryinfo.com. And I'm Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-Y, at lifemasteryinfo.com. I answer, I reply to all emails uh, that I get. So you can contact me that way. And of course, the book is on Amazon. There's yeah. also a workbook that goes, that you can buy with, with the book, where you can actually, it's all the skills that I teach yeah. in there, and you can actually do them. Okay. And then um, the planner, if you'd like the planner, you'd have to contact me personally. Sure. At, for, at this point, we'll get it up on the on Amazon at some point, but I'm not ready for that yet. I'm okay. Just selling it as people request it. 
Yeah. So. Very good. Well, I love it. Yeah, we'll get we'll get that posted up in the show notes so that everybody can uh, get to those easily. And uh, appreciate your time today, Sherry. And uh, for those listening, just you know, stay right here. If if you enjoyed this conversation, and want more. Uh, stay here for the next episode. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Sherry, thank you so much for being here. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Nate. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You too. Thanks. Let's go. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. Of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader.